KC Covers Country. Hey, what's up? It's Thursday. Hope you had a good week. I'm freaking out because I'm about to get on phone call with Jen Landon. If you don't already know Jen Landon, she's on Yellowstone. She plays Teeter, which has to be one of everyone's favorite characters. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Teeter or anybody who doesn't like Yellowstone once they've seen it. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know the deal when it comes to me. I'm stoked about this. Anyway, we also had Lady A call us earlier this week. Some fun moments in country music world with like Florida Georgia Line breaking up. Also, Dolly Parton doing some cool things as always. Let's just get to it. I'm in a good place today. Hi. Hi, Jen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. So we've absolutely been loving you and Yellowstone. I'm actually re-watching it right now because it's my boyfriend's first time watching it. And he was so excited that I was going to get to talk to you today. Oh, oh my goodness. I love I love that. I feel like I feel like Peter, she's a brother. Like, they're like, yeah, she just want to hang out with her. I agree. She's so lovable with her... Texarkana accent and now her budding relationship with Colby. I feel like she's somebody who you watch on the show and you could totally want to be her friend. Yeah, I I want to hang out with Peter. I mean, I want to hang out with her in like areas where we're less inclined to get arrested um, because (laughs) she's for sure going to get into trouble. You know, like I was like, I'm like, God, what would Peter do if she like walked by like parking machines? She'd like try to get quarters out of it for like ever and just like get over that's a good way to put it how has it been like trying to create that character because it's so one of a kind i mean everything about her even perfecting the way of speaking in which nobody can actually understand what you're saying it you know it mostly i feel like it's all written now apparently it's not apparently my audition was very different from what other people were doing um you know i did have dip in my mouth uh, that was not written. The baseball cap instead of a cowboy hat was not written, but I think it was probably imagined by uh, the writer, but he writes that dialogue phonetically and he says what she does. And so I feel like it's so on the page. Was the pink hair written or was that something that like maybe you had and it just kind of stuck? No, 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 that was written. So that was actually a detail, a physical detail that was written. And it was so... Um, it was so interesting. It gave it gave me this, you know, she's got this sort of punk edge, like she's a cowgirl, but also I, I think Teeter like really wants to go to like monster truck shows. Yeah. Which, frankly, I've always wanted to go to too. To be totally honest with you, I really want to go to one of those. <laughs> it's a, do you find any other like character moments where you really feel yourself coming out in her rather than just her coming out in you? A hundred percent. I grew up on a lot of land with a lot of dogs. And I like, I think at like 15, my mom was like, you have to stop peeing outside. Or like, because I was just like, it's so fun to pee outdoors. And she goes, just don't do it on the lawn. You know, like it's ruining the grass. That's so um, funny. You know, so like, I think she says something like I could bounce piss off a rock or something like that. And I was, you know, so there's so many things where I'm just like, she's totally feral. She's way crazier than I am in some way because I'm afraid of getting hurt and she's not. Mm -hmm. But I really love I love doing everything she does. And I want to push the envelope further. I'm like, just keep going. Like, let's let's see how wild she can get. 
this maybe this is something I could have looked up and I just don't know it, but do we know what Teeter is a nickname for? Oh, um, we don't, but I think Teeter is just the name. Um, I mean, I don't know if like it would be for I also here, here's a little weird thing. I a good friend of mine in college from Austin, Texas, Miss Amanda Peters, had a cat, a one eyed nineteen year old cat at the time, named Teeter. Teeter Peters, right? <laughs> and uh, so when I saw the name Teeter, it was familiar to me. It, like, it was like, oh, yeah, that's just a name. And I looked at my, um, you know, my, my rodeo buckle that the show had me, and it said Teeter Peters on it. That's so and how funny. weird is that? I was like that I knew a cat 15 years earlier named Teeter Peters. That's funny because it, it makes it feel so much more meant to be. And as an, okay, so as an audience member, it right? is... It feels kind of special to know your father, Michael Landon, who played in things like um, Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie, to then see you in this country western role. It feels special as an audience member to see that and make that connection, especially after you explain like growing up kind of like a a tomboy and how that relates to Teeter as well. Yeah, I think it's I think I think for people who watch the show, like having that experience is a sort of neat and maybe also jarring moment initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one that like he passed away when I was so little that I actually don't get to have for myself in any way because it all happened before I have memory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but so it is something though that I know that for people watching, they kind of have this really cool moment. It's a cool moment for them. Does Teeter or this character that you play in Yellowstone translate at all anyway to FBI Most Wanted? Because now I feel like you're just in this role of actiony shows. Oh gosh, yeah, you know, man, FBI. I luckily, and I really mean this. I luckily didn't have to do a lot of the action stuff, um, only because the one episode where I was really involved in the kind of a story of the episode, the this mall shooting episode. I was like, I got depressed doing that episode because it's so violent. And and that episode in particular just felt a little too real to me because of all of the sort of mass shootings mm-hmm. that, that, that seemed to just permeate everywhere. So that I was like, oh, God, like, I don't want to see that. That's upsetting characters on these types of shows like Yellowstone like me personally there I find myself so many times like having to look away from the TV or an episode really sticks with me and for an actor to actually be there and acting it out and kind of like living through those moments how borderline like traumatizing that might be just to get through the shoot yeah you know like luckily for us now the mall shooting was different because in that episode in the FBI episode because there were just like bodies laying on the floor with like fake blood that looked real and so I saw that but so much of the stuff that makes you sort of look away from the TV and like uh, on in film and TV are things that are edited together and the camera's getting the close up, but you're not, you know, so the audience is getting inundated more than the actor is. And um, oftentimes we're having to imagine the bad thing because it's not happening off camera. There's just a big group of people standing behind the camera. Uh, but yeah, certain emotional things can have an effect on you. Uh, there are times that I do feel like my health Every, even even not even emotionally, being on set and shooting is really grueling. Your sleep schedule is really erratic. You've got 5 a.m. calls some days. You've got 6 p.m. calls the other day, which means you shoot all night. Uh, 
by the end of his show, you are, it's hard to not be a far less healthy version of yourself. Well, we are so excited to watch you in FBI Most Wanted. And of course, you know, see what a different role you play after we've now seen you in Yellowstone. Thank you so much for taking the time to call today. It's 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL, Remy Casey. And do we have everybody from Lady A this morning? Yeah. Three's a gang. Is that what they say? <laughs> so you guys recently wrapped up a uh, tour last year. Uh, what do you guys have planned this year? Are you guys going back on a tour? Going to take a chill pill for a little bit? What's going on? All kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, we're, we uh, toured on our record, What a Song Can Do, and putting that out to radio now. But, yeah, we've got a lot of dates we're going to be announcing soon. Kind of just gearing back up. I mean, it felt so good to be back in front of fans again. Um, and I know all the other artists are saying that, too. But, man, we mean it. We're not taking that stage for granted. So we're going to make sure we, we, you know, hit a lot of places again this year, gearing back up for award shows and, you know, continuing to write and everything. So it's it's fun. We're kind of keeping the train rolling. I'm sure you've been asked this before, but are award shows actually fun? I mean, you guys are you guys are veterans at this point when it comes to attending award shows, but are they actually fun or are they kind of like, I'd rather stay home on sit on the couch I, tonight? I enjoy them, especially Vegas. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it always turns into a party. We, we have kind of a standing tradition uh, after the um, after the award show that night because after everybody's saying you know you don't want to you don't want to go too hard the other nights because you don't want to dry your voice out before you have to you know sing or something on the <laughs> award show but we always save it for the night after and um it's usually luke uh luke reserves a, a a little table in the back a little blackjack table and we got like aldine there darius thomas rett came one year and and we're all trying to keep up with, uh, you know, guys like Luke and Darius who, who you know, have way more money than us. So it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to have to borrow a little bit from you guys. I can't quite keep up, but it's what always a table. Fun. I mean, I can't imagine, uh, you know, obviously you guys are probably kind of in a secluded area, but walking back and seeing that, I mean, Luke Bryan, we know, you know, he's obviously a, he's at our casinos here in St. Louis whenever he comes and plays. Do you, you think he's counting cards? you think he's cheating? He's just addicted, man. He gets really uh, – he, he's very into, like, uh, you know, don't mess the mojo up on the table. So Yeah, like crazy superstitious. I mean, he one time got on to me about something. I can't remember where it was. And, like, I came in, like, mid-roll, and he was like, I don't know, Chuck, you got to go away. And I was like, no way, man, I'm getting in. And then, of course, he ended up, you know, crapping out and, like, I mean, wouldn't talk to me for an hour. It was hilarious. <laughs> Hillary, I mean, are you are you a big blackjack player? So everything that you just heard, I'm in bed already. <laughs> a great time with my friends at the award show, a good dinner afterwards, and I'm asleep. <laughs> that was my next question. I always hear rumors about people like sneaking in food to award shows, or I think Lizzo is the one that always puts like chicken nuggets in her pockets. Is that true at award shows that like you guys are just starving there for a few hours until you can go out to dinner? You definitely are hungry. You're definitely and hungry. Because yeah. that day, you know, especially if you are either they're hosting or performing or presenting like it's it's a lot more than just showing up and walking the red carpet and then sitting in your seat so it, it makes for a long day and then I can speak for myself as the woman in the band that you know glam for me takes a lot longer and so there's just these small little pockets of time and then you also don't want to you know overeat before you're in a dress <laughs> And so True. it's just kind of that balance of. Um, but we always go out to a, to a nice dinner after. That's show, always kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. Which is good because it's a nice precursor because usually the the blackjack table doesn't start till <laughs> till late late. <laughs> My wife is ready to go, and it's oh, it's always a it's always a conversation. So since we're on the topic of ward shows, uh, obviously the attire is always a major thing. 
What goes into choosing that? Like, you'd have to decide if you're going to be like a showstopper or if it's going to be just kind of a laid back, kind of casual kind of night. What goes into the thought process? Well, we have an amazing stylist we love to work with, and um, her name is Ilaria Urbanati. And so she kind of leads the, the charge. And then I've got to be honest. Again, as the woman in the band, I kind of pick my dress and it then, revolves around and Hillary. then they dress around me. We, 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 Charles and I basically just figure out what Hillary's going to wear mm-hmm. and then make sure we match. It's definitely one of the perks of the job, I'll say. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, we uh, we love playing What a Song Can Do, and we can't wait to see you back in St. Louis again. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Wish we had more time, but here we are at the end of our interview once again. Thank you, Thank you so uh, much. Good to talk to you all for a little bit. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Dolly Parton's about to pay off your student loans. For real? No. Come on. Don't tease me like that. But she is helping new students and employees at Dollywood to get away from that student loan issue. So Dollywood, as we know, the park and... Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. (laughs) It's a great town. It's like a park and resort. Now it's huge. They're going to cover the tuition of any employee looking to further their education. So as of earlier this week, they are paying 100% tuition and books in most cases. That's huge. And by most cases, I mean they have like 30 programs that that involve like business, culinary, finance, marketing, all of these different categories. So if you work at Dollywood and you're like, actually, I do want to get a degree in business, you can take one of those programs. Or say you're like, "Uh, I'm already, I'm going to I'm going to Tennessee for school. I'm just working here on the side. They'll actually help you pay for school in that way, too. I love that because I feel like with musicians, uh, they make millions and millions of dollars, obviously. Dolly has a lot of money. Lots of musicians have a lot of money. But it's nice to know that you can actually see what she's doing with hers. You know what I mean? Like, it's tangible. Like, it's a tangible thing. Yes. Her her efforts aren't about making money. Like, sure, she had the cake line. I'm sure she's getting some money off of that. But the the book efforts that she does for children, this kind of thing, she is all about the people. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. And this helps the employees not only stick around because now that they've got, like, a degree in whatever field, maybe they can, like, move up within the Dollywood company or they can move on. And Dollywood knows that they had a hand in that. Now, you know, they've got a great reputation. It's a great place, blah, blah, blah. Do you think Dolly Parton is spending all of her money because she thinks her time is coming? No. No. Not that I want her time to come. And she's not, she's only like 74, 70s, mid 70s. However, she's got another 40 years at least. I do. And then she's going to be frozen like myself, (laughs) and we will both come back in a different lifetime. (laughs) I do feel like she knows how much she has and how much she can potentially give away to a great cause or causes. So I posted more about it on our. Facebook page and Instagram story so you can see it there. But if you're living up here, you're probably not going to be working for Dollywood. Sorry about it. We've been kind of, what's the word, speculating mm-hmm. on the guys of Florida Georgia Line for about maybe a year now. You just kind of see the signs. You just see the signs. This You stop posting with each other. You unfollow each other from socials. You t- cancel a tour. Everyone's going to think you're broken up. Say it ain't so. Well, actually, so left turn. They just got a new exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame where you can, if you go to the Hall of Fame in Nashville, you can walk in and see like some of their biggest iconic outfits that they've worn, um, their awards, sets from their music videos, etc. And they used that as a perfect time to announce their break. 
Oh, no. So, technically, the correct terminology, Brian Kelly, BK, the beach cowboy, (laughs) says, we're not going our separate ways. We're taking a break from recording our music. We're being artists. And so a couple years back, we started writing music without each other. Now we're doing that with recording the music. So as we have seen over the past couple years, like Brian Kelly really going that beach cowboy route. Yeah. Tyler Hubbard, much more mainstream, kind of hits you as like a Thomas Rhett sort of figure. And you haven't really seen a ton of new Florida Georgia line music with them together. Obviously, last year they were supposed to come on tour. That The whole tour got canceled, not just their St. Louis state. And um, I'm not shocked about this. Yeah, it's, you know, and who knows? We can speculate about their relationship as much as we want, but... In, in in the past, I mean, Brooks and Dunn have gone through this. Montgomery Gentry went through this. If you're a duo like that, you're going to have these moments where you need to kind of just take a little bit time away, do your own thing, realize that you actually need each other yeah. and come back and have sellout crowds like we did with Brooks and Dunn last year. That was kind of my first thought. Like, I will not be surprised if in 10 years or less we hear about a Florida Georgia Line reboot tour where they both are on tour together, but they also can sing their solo music and it turns into a sort of nostalgic feeling for that 2012 time where they were really hitting number ones with every song they released. They're not struggling for money at this point, so it's not like they have to worry about that. Right. (laughs) They can do what they want, but I definitely definitely believe it's not the last time we're going to see them tour together, and it's not the last time they're going to release music. I really think for these two, it is just a break for maybe a couple years, because I like Brian. I like Tyler. I don't like them individually as Uh, much as I like them together. Yeah. You don't like the Beach Cowboy yet? No. I'm even wondering if their their style and their 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 kind of music if it just kind of hit its peak already for them. Yeah, we maybe. I think from an artistic standpoint, this is a good decision for them. I mean, they can realize they they see that they're in it every day. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's good, and, and it'll be good, like you said, when they come back in two or three, four years or whatever, and it's like and gets everybody hyped up again. Tour. Everybody's that, like, yeah, play cruise. Where's Nelly? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That release definitely sounded like a breakup kind of text. Like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna be friends still, though. I know you're not. That's you're, you're that's not how gonna, it's gotta go. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe they are having their personal issues. They've been in the press a little bit for their their differing views and things like that. So maybe some time apart is what they need to see that, you know, their career together, I think, is superior. Casey covers country. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday, like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.